Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. To get it together, trying to help their fellow man. Hoping we can make it better. Do you really think we can? Yeah, here we are. It's Tuesday night, and we are back on Block Talk Radio. Tuesday, May 17, 2016, and I'm coming to you from Laramie, Wyoming, where I'm visiting with my son, Chandler, and it is uh, gusting outside up to 40 degrees, uh, 40 miles an hour, and uh, around temperature 36, 7, somewhere in there, and snowing, May 17, my birthday, no less. And here we are um, doing Blog Talk Radio because the show must go on. That's what my CEO tells me, who happens to be my wife, and our show will go on tonight. And it will go on with a very, very special and unusual guest. I'm really looking forward to this. But, of course, I haven't found a blog talk radio show yet that I wasn't looking forward to. So, um, and I hope, boy, I hope you will start scrolling down. We have got tons of shows now. And we have got some incredible guests talking very candidly and openly about all kinds of subjects. And uh, you you have so much here you've got to take advantage of. Because honestly, I don't know where you find talk like this, uh, at least in the Christian community, um, very, very, very much of it. And I really hope that you'll take advantage of what we're doing here on the catch, and in Block Talk Radio. Now, let me tell you, tonight is special. Um, We have a gentleman named Jeff Lockett, who is going to be our guest. I'm going to call him in just a few minutes. I want to tell you first um, about his wife, Kelly, who we met at Isaiah House. And many of you who have been with us uh, for a few years uh, know about our work at Isaiah House. And it's a a home for homeless women in Santa Ana. And um, uh, we've we've worked with them for some time and had some incredible experiences working with these really great ladies. And one of them is Kelly, and her husband is Jeff. And they were on the streets when we met them, not even near each other, not able to be together. Um, Life was difficult. Life has always been difficult. But now through a few steps and some miracles, they actually are under a roof. They have an apartment. 
They've been living together for almost a year now. It's month to month, day to day, but um, still together, and um, they're making it right now. And uh, I'm going to have Jeff be our guest because I, I think, you know, we have experts talking about homeless. We have regular people talking about homeless. How many people are homeless talking about homeless? I don't know how much we get to hear from the people themselves, and I think we have a lot to learn here. And uh, I know I have. I still do uh, quite a bit. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to tonight. So here we go. Let me see if this is going to work. I'm going to try and get uh, Jeff on the phone. Um, I love this. I love calling people up. Uh, and, uh, of course, this is not a total surprise. Hopefully uh, he's waiting for our call. But uh, let's just wait and see here. Um, this is uh, John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio. I hope you're going to be with us, and I hope Jeff picks up. Hello. You will see. Jeff. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's John Fisher, and you're on Blog okay. Talk Radio. How are you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing fine. <laughs> I am doing fine, too. And uh, I was telling the folks that I'm in Laramie where it's snowing right now and 30 degrees. Um, so uh, tell me, what's it, what's it like where you are in, in Anaheim, California? Pretty nice? Pretty nice right now? Uh, actually, it's uh, pretty overcast. Oh, yeah? Pretty overcast. Yeah. yeah. Which makes it, uh, makes it a little bit cooler out here now. Okay. Okay. Well, Jeff... Um, I told I told everybody a little bit about how we met and uh, how we met Kelly first through Isaiah right. House, and then we came to get to know you and how you've both uh, been homeless for some time and separated from each other, and life has been really tough. Um, and, uh, and and yet you're in a season right now where um, at least day to day you've been able to be under a roof. And together, um, we're so happy about that. Uh, but I, I know that, um, you know, I, I, I know that it is a month-to-month uh, existence. And um, we, I just want to ask you a few few questions, Jeff, because okay. I think we we all have a lot to learn here. Um, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Let, let's hear just a little bit about, you know, where your story your story. Where were you born? Um, give us a kind of a uh, you know a really quick version of of Jeff Jeff Lockett and and how he got to be where he is right now. All right. Well, I was born in Oceanside, California, uh, San Diego, okay. uh, Camp Pendleton area. My father was in the service, and uh, pretty much grew up in LA County, and then. Uh, I decided to move out here to Orange County, me and my wife and I. And where I, you know, traveled around different cities trying to find a basic uh, place for me to settle down. Oh, well, eventually I found a, a homeless shelter, Salvation Army, and was able to stay there for a while and actually got hired to be a employee for the Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was 
it was fun at times, but you know, uh, when you're dealing with 64 different personalities, it can uh, can be kind of hectic, you know. But yeah. with my like, but with myself, it was I learned how to put all my problems in the back back burner, so I can you know deal with those who needed more mm-hmm. of my attention. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I learned a lot from a lot of people, different problems, people from different backgrounds, and how they survived. And it, it kind of helped me, though. But I don't know, in a sense, uh, instead of you know taking care of Jeff, I was more concerned about that, which led to a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. You know. So, were you and Kelly were you and Kelly together uh, able to be together at that time? Was that well, she uh, was she she was uh actually she was hired on as the uh, full time cook for the uh, hospitality house Salvation Army. Okay. Okay. And then you know she did the cooking and I did more of the uh, intake uh, security aspect of the job. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we were there together but they had me working graveyard and you know she cooks so when she's coming off shift I'm getting off shift to go lay down and basically yeah. the only time we had together was like 15 minutes here and there mm. you know mm. well, what what happened what happened to that job for for both of you well in my in my case it was a uh, Mental illness. I've been I've been suffering from mental illness since I was six years old, and like mm-hmm. I said, like I said before, you know, putting my problems in the background and dealing with others, mm-hmm. I didn't have time to really concentrate on myself. And as time mm-hmm. went by, it it got progressively worse, where to the point where the administration felt that I was a liability and was might have been able to hurt somebody, so they had to let me go, uh, which caused me to uh, become homeless. Wow. And, and what about Kelly? Kelly was able to stay there, too, but in her case, I think it was a, her mental illness wasn't as noticeable. It was more uh, alcohol. It was the way she was able to cope with it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So... And then, of course, when I left, you know, she wanted to go, and I didn't want her to actually be out there in the streets with me, though. But that being the wife, she wanted to go. So we we compromised, and she was able to go to Isaiah's house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when I first met you, Jeff, you were were still uh, doing uh, something with the, the Salvation Army house. Uh, weren't you uh, when, when I met you? Or um... oh, when uh, I was on the streets, but I started uh, to go to decided to take a uh, trade. So yes. I decided to go to a school to there be an alcohol and drug counselor. <laughs> yes, yes, and and you worked really hard at that. Yeah, going. To, I was going to the school, but also was staying out on the streets too. 
So that right. was that's kinda, hard. That was kind of difficult, you know. Find out yeah. where you uh, your put your clothing somewhere and having it clean, and then able to, mm. to try to keep yourself clean and everything. And then go to school, then do the homework and stuff like that. But mm. I was able to do it. That was a trying time. Yeah, but did but I was able to uh, do. Mm-hmm. I I finished school. I did a, a intern for a, a mental health drop-in center in Santa Ana. And I graduated. Wow. Graduated with a degree for alcohol and Uh drug counseling. Now, the only problem with that was, you know, a lot of the the jobs that they had were pretty much uh, live-in jobs where I couldn't have my my wife Uh with me. Uh So that kind of put a, a, a damper a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Plus, it was you know cities away from where I was based at. So, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do it as much as I well, wanted to. Yeah. What well, is there? Yeah. What what keeps? Is there something that keeps you? You know, what what about these people who say you know about homeless? They say, well, you know, just get a job. They, they they make it so easy, you know. Just get a job. Um, uh, what, it, it, what, it's not easy. What do you have to say about that? It's, it's not easy, and, and I tell people being homeless is, is not an evil thing. It, it's not a criminal thing. It's just sometimes mm-hmm. uh, these things happen. You might yeah. you know, have a good job and everything's going good for you, but then, you know, an illness might happen. Uh, you might get in financial mm-hmm. debt, and it just, it just builds to the point where you, you're not able to keep it, so you become on the streets. But it's not a yeah. bad thing, though, you know. Yeah. But people who are homeless also have an option of not being homeless and trying to do some of the things that I had done. Is like one of them is... is Try to go to school to learn a trade or something. And yeah, it's not yeah. it's not easy, but it can happen. Okay, it can happen. Now you have a de- degree as a, as a counselor, uh, uh, drug and alcohol counselor. What what is keeping you from being able to use that degree in some way? Well, like one of the one of the things are is. Um, a lot of the sober living homes that uh, mm-hmm. that are having problems with out here in the county, those are, in my opinion, not, uh, to me it's not really good because you really don't have uh, the right people there to oversee and guide you. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, too, in my case of having mental illness, you know, it, it would be yeah. kind of hard on on me to try to to deal with uh, other people's issues while I'm trying to deal with mine. So that's with yours. one of the uh, reasons trying to keep me from going out mm-hmm. there and doing it. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, is has your has your particular mental illness? Is it something that's been identified? 
Um, my, well, my my illness. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, my my illness is I'm schizoaffective, which means oh, I have the the yeah. traits of a schizophrenic. Wow, wow. Um, and and I know Kelly, Kelly, deals with uh, severe depression. Is that right? Right. Right. Uh huh. And and uh, you know. How how do you guys how do you guys survive? <laughs> how do you? Well, do I think having each other it, it helps a great deal because we both can identify when one's uh, having a bad day or get ready to have a bad day. Two, we found support with the uh, Anaheim Mental Health, which has mm, doctors and, and caseworkers. They have classes that deal with coping skills, um, anger issues, uh, different things that can work with you to help you kind of like ease your, ease your day, you know. And plus there's the uh-huh. Bible too in prayer, you know. And yeah. you having good, having good people around you instead of having negative. In my, in my yeah, case, having – go ahead. No, go, you go ahead. ahead. Your, okay, in yeah. Your in my case, sometimes having having a negative around me makes me think that maybe I should do I, I should do better, so I don't have to you know stick around the negative. Mm. Don't want don't want to mm. be around it no more. So I always mm-hmm. try to find some something positive, you know, reading, uh, listening to music, playing my guitar, taking walks. Yeah. 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 You so. mentioned. Uh, I'm glad you brought up. Uh, you, you you brought up the spiritual aspect of of the Lord and and of the Bible and t- how does that how has that helped you? How does that work into your life experience, uh, your relationship with God? Well, I've always known about the faith since I was mm-hmm. a child and. Whenever something bad happens or, or you know things like that, I always you know I used to blame God. You know why are you letting this happen? But then there was always a a, a purpose. You know it's sort of like a, a parent letting the the child learn. You know you might do something, but you gotta let them learn. You know before you can mm-hmm. understand. Well, that's the same. You know with me and the Lord. And so finally, I started saying, "Okay, God." This is your will, you know. I'm just going to let you guide me instead of me telling you what I want to do and just doing it. Mm. And mm. since I have done that, things have gotten a little bit better. A little uh, bit better. Wow. That's a that's a pretty big deal right there. <laughs> well, you, a, you know, the, the, you have to have faith and you have to believe. You know, you just yeah. you cannot give up. So, you know, has that been a real? Would you say that your faith has been a a, a, a real practical through the, your experience? Yeah, it, it is. It has got me through some hard times. You know, uh, like I say when we uh, when I lost my uh, my mother. You know that that was really. 
hard time for me, but, you know, knowing her faith was strong to the end. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are you still there? Jeff? Well, folks, I think we, um, somehow, somehow we lost him. So, uh, let me see if I can, uh, let me see if I can get Jeff back on the phone here. Hang on. Um, I'm going to try this one more time. Don't go away. This is uh, Blog Talk Radio, and uh, we're calling Jeff back. Interesting stuff, huh? Sorry about that. I think I hit the wrong button on the phone. <laughs> That's all right. It's not the first time. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Well, you know, do you um, do you find that sometimes do do people do you get attitude from people sometimes uh, that can, can they can other people bring you down? Um, does well, that ever happen? And what do you do about that? I have, uh, since we've been in our apartments, there's been people out in the, in the homeless community that knows me that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they don't want to see people do good, you know. Really? They figure, well, yeah, they figure, well, you should be back out here, you know, why, you know, are you somewhere else, you know, when you're, you've met more mm-hmm. out here. Well, I tell them, because I don't want to be out there no more. <laughs> and if there and there's people out there that are willing to help you, then why not let them help you? I don't. I'm not knocking nobody who wants to be homeless though. But you know, I like to uh, yeah. wake up in the morning. You know, sit at my my dining room table and have a cup of coffee. You know, <laughs> and know where my property is at. But yeah. you know, with with the the homeless, is just there's a lot of anger too. Because uh, whatever issues they have, you know, especially with uh, families, families will only come out and see you if, uh, you know, holidays or you call and ask for uh, some financial help. But uh, I know of a case where one guy's mom and dad used to come out there once a week and tell us, if you have a home you can come to, why you choose to be out here? You know, they're... I guess they're like in their 80s, but uh, they come out there and they don't yell at them, nothing like that. They're patient with them, you know. It's just like they they talked to me one time. They said, well, I guess when he's ready to come home, he'll come home. But mm. in, in, in my case, you know, if there if there's an opportunity to to better yourself and you get yourself off the street, then I I tell people to do it. Organizations and people out there who, who would love to get you off the feet to make you feel to make you feel uh, almost human again, you know, mm. and that you're mm. you're not worth uh, dust, but you're you're a human being, and you can succeed at uh, uh, doing what uh, you know you do. Because I know 
people out there who are truck drivers, who are paramedics, uh, were doctors, um, and things happen. But they can get yeah. off the streets. They can get off the streets. All they have to do is ask and pray on it. And uh, mm-hmm. God God will, will deliver. Wow. He will wow. deliver. What's it like? What's it like having having your place? What's it like? Uh, you know how? What's it like having a roof over your head after uh, well, after so long without it? I, I tell you, it, it's 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 joyous, but for like the first, I have to say, the first ninety days, I was still getting up at a certain time where I used to get up on the streets. You know, huh. I used to have to get them yeah. 3.30 in the morning, so I'm still catching myself getting up at 3.30 in the morning. But it, it feels good to be able to wake up and look around and say, this is this is my home. To hmm. walk outside, go to the store and come back and the you know, door, hey, you have a key. You can open up the door, you know. Hmm. You can invite wow. people to come over and, and to enjoy what you have, and maybe give them encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I I've done that plenty of times. Not to just to throw it in somebody's face, but to say, "Hey, this is what I did," and actually, it's worked out because I have four friends of mine from the streets who are living mm-hmm. in the complex here because um, me telling, "Hey, you know, this organization can help," is helping me. They can help you mm-hmm. and. I have four people there, and my wife is loving it. You know, mm. she could take she could take her shoes off, she could take a shower, <laughs> she can cook. Yeah, that, that's her passion <laughs> to cook. So yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, yeah, it's a blessing, and it's nice people here. Uh-huh. That's what I like about it. You know, that's great. So like that's like great. I tell a lot of people, they can do it. They can do it. It can you be know, hard at times. I'm sure. Um, tell me, from your perspective, you know there there are lots of good people who really want to help. There 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 are people who want to help people who are homeless, but sometimes uh, they don't know what to do or or how to do it. Have you got any advice uh, to give to people like that? I mean, what 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 uh, what kind of help do homeless people really need? What would you Basically, say? They, they just need somebody that they can talk to, that they can, you know, somebody that's not going to be afraid of them because of their venting. Uh, the giving of the clothing and, and hygiene stuff, that goes a long way. But in my opinion, they need somebody just to listen. Just to listen wow. and then to try to, to maybe give up a little bit of their their experience. You know, hmm. but the main thing is is to listen. And when you listen to the stories, you'll see in between the lines what they really need. You know, hmm. everybody's story. Everybody's story is different. That's why you just need to listen. And when you wow. listen, you 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 get a, a, a deeper appreciation for you know what humans are going through in life. Uh, you know. Hmm. Sometimes I get mad at maybe somebody at the supermarket and I tell them, so you know what, you can be standing in line uh, 
at the county building, you know, nothing is forever is wrong. That's just me sometimes getting upset. But then I have people say, hey, you know, thanks for listening to me. And I don't even know who these people are. I haven't, haven't met them. But I have a lot of people that tell me these things. I guess these are probably clients from the uh, uh, mm-hmm. hospitality house. And mm-hmm. it makes me feel mm-hmm. good. So the ba- the main thing is just to to listen. You know. Wow. That's that's, wow. that's the main thing. That's fantastic. Hey, uh, any 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 advice as to what not to do? <laughs> well, uh, don't patronize the person. You yeah. know, don't say I I yeah. understand what you're going through unless you really been there. Yeah. You, unless you have family members who are or mm-hmm. who've been through uh mental health, drugs or uh uh whatever it is. But just to agree and say, Yeah, I understand sometimes that that will uh send the person mm-hmm. off the deep end. So it's just I don't know. It's just try not to uh in other words, don't enable them too much. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that like, you know, I'm closer to the Civic Center over here in Santa Ana. So I know mm-hmm. they feed mm-hmm. sometimes five, six times a day. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only there's so much you can eat in a sense. <laughs> but uh, this, the, the enabling and the the promises, that I would do this and do that and don't do it, uh, homeless people don't really take that too well. I they learn to, they, yeah, they learn to expect it. So yeah, yeah. But just 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 listen to to the person, look him in the eye, call him by his first name, or if you want to be formal, call him by his last name if he gives it to you, he or she, mm-hmm. and uh, and just enjoy your time with them. You'd be amazed mm-hmm. at the stories they have. Mhm. Mhm. Some of them are wow. some of them are pretty good. <laughs> Do some people, some people choose, uh, and I hear some people want to be homeless. I mean, if they were given a way out, would they maybe not take it? Is that are there some people like that? Well, there are people out there who get checks or uh, have family that are well to do, but yet they choose mm-hmm. to be on the streets because they don't have bills to pay. They don't have to answer to nobody. And then mm. let's see, what what do you get on the on the streets? Well, you get free legal, you get free medical, you know, you mm. get free clothes and hygiene. So a lot of them choose to to not want to go indoors. <laughs> you know, some mm. some have been out. I know some have been out there over twenty five years. Wow. You know, so and they're so set on being out there. That it, you mm-hmm. you can't really talk them out of something very bad has to happen for them to kind of get it. That hey, maybe mm-hmm. I should go inside, you know. <laughs> but, uh, wow. Yeah, a lot of them just don't like to do it. Hmm. Well, that's a great message, though. Listen, and it, it all comes back to relationships, doesn't it? It really comes down to that. Having right. having real relationships with people. And, uh, oh, yeah. and and giving them, yeah, would you say giving them dignity and worth and value? 
right. for their humanity. Right. So a, a lot, a lot of that, you know, is you, you just you have to treat the person with respect and kindness, show some mm-hmm. compassion, and you can be firm. There's no wrong with being mm-hmm. firm. But uh, I think a lot of those will help. A lot of those uh, actions will help a lot of people. Wow. And even and even wow. some of those who are are doing well can learn and from experiences from others. Maybe that will help them uh, find a way around some of the problems. And you know, wow. what they say, oh, well, I heard this. That's not like a good idea with this person. He has said, you know, that's that. So, yeah, everything everything wow. helps everybody. Wow. Jeff, yes, this indeed. has been fantastic. I want to thank uh, you. Um, and uh, it's been great to just touch base with you and and I love your perspective and um, I just hope you and Kelly can uh, keep that roof over your heads and uh, um, we'll try I'm just yeah we'll just take it yeah. day, we'll take it day by day but yeah. uh, something always happens and something for the better so yeah. until yeah. you know something else we just keep on living <laughs> well Jeff um Hang in there. Know we love you, and um, uh, you take care. Okay. Thanks for sharing okay, with us. John. I appreciate it so Not much. No problem, buddy. Uh, give our love to Kelly. Okay? I will, and uh, you have a good birthday with your son. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, Thank buddy. You so much. You're yeah. welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wow. How about that, folks? Man, I. You know what? It, what's amazing to me. How many times we have heard the same message? Uh, I think I heard it from Tony Campolo. I think I heard it from uh, Frank Schaefer. I, I, I think I heard it from Oz Guinness. I, 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 why is the same? And now we're hearing it from a homeless person. What's the message? Listen. Gosh, isn't that amazing? Across the board, the message is, listen, care about people, open your heart, open your life to them, um, Real treat them like real people because they are, don't patronize, appreciate, love, be uh, accepting, and uh, suddenly, hey, we're all in the same camp, aren't we? Suddenly, it's not not all these divisions in these different places. Um, we're all needy, and we all want someone to care, and we all need to care for someone ourselves and to listen and to get involved. Well, well you heard it from a homeless person tonight, and we'll hear it from uh, uh, someone else next week. I'm sure. Thanks for joining us on Blog Talk Radio. Um, Remember, it's a gospel of welcome, and that is grace turned outward. And we're turning this grace. We got the grace for ourselves. It's grace that we turn out to everyone else. And that's, that's the way we're going to make the world a better place. So, uh, God bless you. 
John Fisher for Blog Talk Radio and for all the wonderful birthday wishes I've got. Yeah. It's fabulous. Thank you. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.